Hello, everybody, and welcome to another special episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller. Sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We are one half of the Double Doubles, and joining us virtually, as they have been for the past few weeks, we have Ryan and Lauren in London. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I think for the past bonus bonus episodes, we've always started by saying, like, oh, this is a special bonus episode. I think today is a particularly special bonus episode because this is going to we're counting this as our our mark for our first anniversary oh, yeah, uh, that's right. for our podcast. So May one year ago, we started off um, with our fun little podcast with um, with I'm assuming nobody listening. And yeah. uh, and here we are a year later and uh, and things are looking great. So if you've joined us from the beginning, thank you very much for for being there. And if you're just joining us now, um, you've got a year's worth of content to go back yeah. through. Happy anniversary to all of us. Yay. Yay. Yeah. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. <laughs> um, it's been a good year for the podcast. podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. Uh, 2020 is a year maybe, uh, maybe we've like, got some... Personally, sure, yeah. this has been so much fun. Absolutely. So here's to the however many more years we, we get to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, we thought it would be fun to um, to share with you uh, some of our personal experiences this week. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about our favorite Disney memories. Um, because we, at, at this point, we've all had a chance to... Um, to experience a number of different Disney vacations, um, as, uh, as families, as individuals and, um, and, uh, and different groupings of people traveling, um, in all of our experiences with Disney, uh, w- this week, we thought that it would be nice for us to, uh, to pick out three of our favorite Disney memories, um, in our experiences traveling together. Could we say perhaps our most magical most, Disney trips? Most magical Disney yeah. trips, sure. Yeah. Um, so uh so Ryan and Lauren in Hamilton have uh we have identified three of our favorite uh, most magical moments. And um and Ryan and Lauren in London, you guys have three as well, is that right? Yes. Well, yeah, we have we have dozens, but we're yeah, only, we've had to. We're narrow only going to select three. Yes. And honestly, yes. I don't know. Are they moments? Because ours are kind of more like moments within oh, like a great trip. Do yeah. You know what I mean, it's yeah. not singular moments necessarily. It's like a collection of moments on a trip. Yeah, but we're limiting it to like one trip specific. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not, yes. Not like oh, this this is my favorite memory over I, several yeah. trips. It would be very difficult. This was difficult too because it's. I do feel as if each um, Disney vacation, even if I can't remember the year or um, maybe like, you know, they're just each each trip, um, each day at the park really is like just is my favorite. I feel like it's there's always special. there's always something magical that happens on a Disney vacation. Um, and and there's always something that sticks with you when the vacation is is done and that's why we all keep going back so these (laughs) i think these are just maybe a little insight into what keeps us going back and what makes us want to keep um talking about it and yeah these these i think are like pivotal or i don't know significant moments in our each of our disney vacation histories our experiences um, so why don't we kick it off this time and oh, okay. uh, let's talk about our first favorite Disney memory. Um, and I feel like I have to fill in a lot of the details for this one because uh, I did a lot of the the planning and the stressing about this particular moment. Um, because uh, Lauren and I have had, uh, had had opportunities to travel to Disney together uh, when we were dating. But in one particular May, uh, we... Uh, we had a trip to to Walt Disney World in Florida, um, where I had planned to propose to Lauren in the Magic Kingdom, and we had uh, we had planned this trip, and I had to be fairly certain that she would say yes because I was uh, determined that I was not going to wait any longer than I needed to to pop the question. So it was day one uh, <laughs> off the flight, pretty much uh, <laughs> when we'd uh, when we'd gone into the park. And 
it it was like a long first day to begin with because we caught a very early flight down to Florida and uh, checked into to our resort and headed straight to Magic Kingdom all very quickly. But, you know, I, I think I was running on adrenaline at, th- at this particular moment. So in my mind, I had a plan for what I was going to do. Um, we were wandering around the park um, and in the Cinderella Castle uh, gardens in the in the castle hub, um, I tracked down. I had to make an excuse. We had a friend with us, um, which was handy, um, which I'll mention in a minute. But um, but I had to find an excuse to sort of uh, wander off and nab a photo pass photographer and there was a wonderful young gentleman who who I asked if he would mind taking a couple of pictures of us. And I uh, very secretly um, gave him the nod that uh, I sort of knew or he knew what was going to happen. Um, and basically, Lauren and I uh, took some pictures with the PhotoPass photographer and I'd asked the photographer if he would... Um, you know, the magic shots where, where they, where they say, okay, now, um, point at the ground and look surprised. I, uh, I wanted something like that. So I had asked him if he would ask Lauren to put her hands together and, and look surprised. Uh, and she (laughs) thought that it was just going to be another, um, magic shot. But, uh, but when that happened, I, I pulled out a, a ring box that was burning a hole in my pocket <laughs> and, uh, and got down on my knee and, and proposed. And I, I don't know, what was your experience with it, Lauren? So, um, well, first of all, uh, I, I was just like looking for a Dole Whip. Um, I, knew, <laughs> I knew I wanted to get one. My friend, my friend and I were like, we were watching the trolley show, and I do remember thinking like, "Whoa, Ryan really wants to get a picture right away." Um, and I was not that concerned about it, so he went uh, to find somebody to take this photo. And I think the photographer actually was very accommodating because he he actually like went away a little bit from his left, assigned left spot, his zone. so that was nice. Um, so we, we went and I, okay, this is, uh, a, this was before I was really on the magic shot train. Um, this is like early, early on, this is a few years ago. And I remember thinking like, oh wow, like we're just going to do those cheesy shots like right away. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, just going along with it. So it was, uh, it was great. It was, uh, I'm not very much of a, like attention person, like normally a very public proposal would probably be a little too much uh for me so thankfully there wasn't really anybody around like nobody really noticed um so it, yeah it was great and I was very surprised I didn't like it never really uh we hadn't actually talked about it much beforehand um and being that our friend was there I didn't it didn't really cross my mind that that would happen so I was very like, pleasantly surprised and I do remember <laughs> I do remember that there was another couple leaning over the hub being like, can you take our picture next in here? And like they did not care at all. They just wanted that picture spot. And he was like, oh, uh, no, I'm not actually supposed to do that. So then we did go get Dole Whips. Yeah. Well, so and, that was great. It was beautiful weather. It was like very surprising. It was like it was perfect. Yeah. I'd let our friend know ahead of time that that was going to happen. So it wasn't a surprise to everybody uh, because I'd asked her to to film it for us as well, which was which was a nice little memento for us um to to keep and uh one of the things because we wanted to say thank you to the photographer uh we asked him if he wanted a dole whip and i think he said <laughs> sure yeah jokingly but we went and got him a dole whip float and brought it back to yeah, him he and probably I, wasn't allowed to eat it out there but <laughs> i felt bad but he uh he was very gracious and we were so thankful for it was for him yeah uh, it was being there like such um such a way such a fantastic way to start uh, a Disney vacation. It could have been tragic. Yeah. It could have been the worst way to start was, a long I Disney was trip. Thinking the same thing. Yeah. Boy, oh, be, that's yeah, a rest. That could have went south. I, yeah. I had so to be funny. pretty sure that she would say yes. Otherwise, you know, we'd be rebooking flights home yeah. immediately. And can you imagine how awkward that flight would have been yeah. to come home? You, you take the early flight. I'll take the late flight. Yeah. Home. 
Yeah. No, thankfully it all worked out for us. And, um, and yeah, I think even, uh, even today, like it's probably my number one Disney moment. Cause it, yeah. it was just, um, you know, it, it was perfect timing for, for us and it was a great day and, and everything worked how, exactly how I planned it in my mind, which was amazing to be honest. And, uh, and yeah, it was pretty special. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, definitely one of our top, top trips. Yeah. Just very us. So. Yes. Yeah. How about you guys? What's what's your first? Wow. First Top one? that one. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, Ryan just went. No, right for I don't. It. Sorry. Right? Like that was like, wow, that got out of hand quickly. <laughs> um, we uh, we have no proposals at Disney. Um, because like you, Lauren, I always said to Ryan, you do not propose to me in public. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is just another we thing do not that, do that the Lawrence have in common. Just maybe not. It's so, so funny. There, yeah, I was there was nobody around. No, no. there wasn't. Okay. It was too early. So it was, yeah. Risky, though. Yeah. Risky. Risky, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to start with... Oh. Our number three. Okay. I I don't know. Our number three. I don't know. I guess in no particular order. Sure. Yeah. Fine. No particular. Okay. Okay. So I will say I'll probably our our um one of I and, and again we have this video taped as well and so maybe I'll uh I'll tag Dowip's yeah. uh, Facebook page and, and we'll post this on um the first trip we went as a family with kids uh, or with kid um was when uh. Finn, who is now going to be 11 soon, it was two and a half. Wow. And he had never experienced it, obviously. And we have a video of us walking into walking down Main Street and showing him Mickey's Castle, which is at the time what he <laughs> all he cared about was Mickey's Castle. Um, and he was just like blown away by it. Um, and I, I still watch it every once in a while now. And it's tough to not get the feels of that moment of just how magical it is yeah. you know w you know we do talk a lot about to people because you know we get the question all the time well what age should i take my kids and in honest there is no bad age you'll have a great right. time no matter what but every age has different uh check markers that that you'll come across whether it's seeing the park you know the castle for the first time you know still believing the magic or you know maybe it's a thrill seeker and they love the rides like there's just there's so many ages can can experience the park differently in all amazing ways um but yeah that's i think that's one of my well in that moment and that trip as a whole he was he was a happy little guy that helped a oh, lot gosh, he was yeah. easy going um but you know that's why i always say to people don't wait like right. people will say oh i'm you know i'm gonna wait till my kids are older and i'm like no you yeah, should not like they can't remember it like you you remember it you'll have oh, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they'll remember bits and pieces right. and they'll have the photos. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yes. those you memories gotta, are priceless you for me. Take that, that video. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and um, I said, as one of my, uh, on my list was Hadley's first trip. She was only eight months old. And I just remember her being so uh, happy. Was... And Aww. if you've listened to this podcast, <laughs> you know that she's a little bit um, strong willed, right. we'll say. Um, and it, you know, that, those that time when she was eight months old, she just enjoyed everything. She, you know, she couldn't, that's stuff she couldn't go on, but she could see everything and that was just fun, you know? So, um, yeah, I would I, say those were great. I would also say what's great about taking an eight month old, very different than a two and a half year old. Yeah. Um, is she can't the, run away. <laughs> she can't run away. But, um, the eight month old, you probably have a better idea of the routine. So like right. having naps in the middle of the day and all that kind of stuff, I think, you're at although that she moment. didn't i was counting yeah, on those guess, in the park and that didn't happen and it still was fine i guess sure i well i guess that's my point though right if the two and a half year old doesn't nap it can really derail your evening but right. like an eight month old i mean eight month old can have a nap at five o'clock in the evening and yeah, it might yeah. not derange your you know derail fine. your night um so that was definitely different but i will say the difference in my opinion between those two trips is when we went with finn i remember wearing shorts a lot at both the same, mm, same time yeah. last week in January. And for when we went with Hadley, um, she was in her winter coat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or like, like her jumper. Kind of. Um, yeah, so it's it was, it's, it's crazy. It's different, but yeah, no. So I guess that for us, I mean, um, two trips, but we're going to call it one yeah. because really it was kind of seeing kids the parks through time, our, yeah. yeah, through our kids. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could, that can work for pretty much <laughs> like, yes, definitely for kids. Uh, but to be honest, like we've, uh, we've experienced, uh, Disney trips, um, with a couple of friends of ours who 
had hadn't been to Disney either since they were kids or or not at all and uh and seeing the park through their eyes like for the first time is is something special like you know you know what to expect if you've been to to Disney before um but to see it through somebody else's perspective um for the first time again is uh is really special um not well that... my first my first trip was when I was 18 and Ryan took me so I agree with you. Like, you know, that first trip is always special. Yeah, and it kind of. I remember that being really, really hot though. Yeah, so that yeah we went of, last week in August. That o- was... overshadowed a little bit, uh, but yeah, that that kind of the magic. And we have friends that want to take their kids um, for the first time, and we said, uh, "Can we come? Yeah, because we just want to see you. Yeah, we want to see you see, see it for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Those reactions. Yeah. It just kind of like reignites that ex- that different kind of excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I think one of the things I don't I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that I always find fascinating is for those who are really not don't think about their Disney trip too much or or just have their own kind of philosophy with it, there are still people who think that Disney World is a glorified Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> and right. I always find it fascinating to to you know to to just I wanna be with those people who think that when they sit on, you know, the Peter Pan ride the first time, you know, yeah. or or any of the roller coasters, which are, you know, far exceed, uh, you know, even, a, a Wonderland experience. Even just, yeah, walking through the lands and seeing the attention to detail yeah. is is enough to to put it in a category of its own. Yeah, I totally agree. But I always find it fascinating. To, so I, it's true. You're right. It's not just kids that you can kind of uh, feed off their excitement or their, their mm-hmm. first experience, um, you know, adults or anybody in between yeah. yeah it's pretty cool does i have a question um when you go to the parks um with hadley now is she a little bit more reminiscent of the happy baby um i'm trying to remember like is it kind oh, of oh, a happy oh. place for yeah, her yeah yeah oh, oh yeah sure. yeah absolutely sure. no no yeah. it, the the thing with um we have two very independent strong thinking humans uh that also share our house and um, <laughs> they they really have kind of their own idea on what they want to do. And so if you can convince both of them at the exact same time that they want to do it, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it's just sometimes what happens is one gets a bee in their bonnet and it's like, no, I don't want to do that because they want to do that. And then it becomes, <laughs> you know. And then, I you always know. find when there's downtime, that's when there's like wrestling yeah. in the line. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, full disclosure, yeah. the worst part of any of our Disney trips. And I was thinking actually <laughs> down the road, maybe we should have like a, like, you know, not worst moments, but like things that can go wrong, things that can go wrong on a Disney trip. And I mean, again, it's inevitable. It's always, you know, it's not, uh, we're talking about our best and they're amazing, but there's always moments. So anyways, while you're in the rides waiting with your, your, your kids is like, just can be an accident waiting to happen. In the queue. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hand touching and smacking (laughs) and pinching and. Yeah. But they are pretty adamant that they are going to be going back this year. Oh yeah. No, no. They were pretty mad when we went without them on our adult only trip. Like they, yeah, they, it's certainly a happy uh, place for them too. Yeah. They're excited. That first time that she met Cinderella and Rapunzel, she was in love with Rapunzel. She was about maybe not even oh, three. Yeah, yeah. I, I have think. that video too. I'll send that oh, to you too. That was adorable. And she picked a flower out of the garden and took oh. it to the oh. princess. Like it was just, yeah. yeah. So good, good first moment. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to have like a, a pseudo first moment again when we get back to the parks after all this is I done. Know. It's so true. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think having um, missed a vacation or, or put off a vacation and, and sort of wondering what uh, what the future looks like uh, at Disney. I think the first time that we we actually get back there, um, I'm I'm probably going to have the same feeling that I had the first time that I went there, of uh, of just being overwhelmed with um, with the joy of being there and seeing Mickey's castle. <laughs> seeing Mickey's, <laughs> Mickey's castle. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna jump in with another of our favorite um, Disney memories, and I this is this is one that like encompasses pretty much the entire trip. Uh, and and Ryan, you alluded to like um, maybe not not so magical moments or, or, <laughs> or tough moments. This like in kind of encompasses one, but um, but it didn't it didn't put a damper on our vacation whatsoever. Uh, our second favorite um, memory 
was our was our honeymoon. I I got to jump in here and I have to say like um it was like it was probably one of the best trips but I also find it a, it was like a little bit embarrassingly long. Like I'm yeah. not I mean it was it was amazing but it was also extremely extra which I am not I'm not normally um like that much of a you know we, give me we all the extra stuff but we went for 15 days yeah. like it was it was a two-week trip and i remember at the end like my my body definitely hurt yeah. in a way it hasn't before and like um by that that long there like eating um park food all the time was was a lot but anyway all that i just want to say like it was it was kind of ridiculously long but who doesn't want to go on vacation at disney for two we, weeks we wanted it to be something that we would probably <laughs> never experience yes. again um so as a as a honeymoon destination disney is really great but we wanted to uh, you know if there is ever going to be a time for us to splurge on on certain experiences it was going to be on the honeymoon it's hard to justify it on other trips but uh but for the honeymoon uh we certainly did but uh the interesting thing for us is it almost didn't happen um it uh we almost got divorced no no we didn't <laughs> we uh we got married at the end of june and uh and we planned our uh our honeymoon vacation in september and uh, September of that particular year brought along with it Hurricane Irma. And we decided to go anyways um, because we knew that our travel days, uh, we were going to be traveling down to Florida um, a few days before it could have hit. We didn't know what its path was going to be. So we flew down a few days uh, beforehand on a virtually empty plane because um, obviously you know there was no i should say like i also am not i think i've mentioned this before i'm not a great flyer it was very nerve-wracking for me but when we flew down like we knew that the the hurricane was not going to hit that day the day after like the airlines were still running yeah uh but most people were not heading to their vacation but actually uh, pretty but, much the only people who were on the plane were people who were going to disney and yeah. I think that's a testament to how well Disney prepares for for Hurricane. Um, for us, once we got there, we went. Uh, we did a split stay between uh, Port Orleans Riverside in the Royal Rooms, which was really nice, and uh, and a couple of days at Bay Lake Tower, um, which was also great. Uh, when we first got to Riverside, I remember the line at uh at the check-in or checkout desk was enormous because ev everyone was trying to leave um before the hurricane was uh was coming and we were just trying to show up so we uh we went to the parks directly and the two days before um when hurricane irma did hit florida the parks were closed for two days but the two days before the hurricane and the two days after the hurricane were the most empty we've ever experienced the parks in and that alone could have been like a really special moment for us just as something you just don't experience we just we really lucked out in terms of the hurricane not affecting any of our travel um and i mean we never lost power we the the res the resorts were amazing the, um disney the, did an amazing job of making sure everybody felt safe so i don't want to say that we're advocating to go during no i would never plan to try and do that again it was very stressful as you guys also know you came home yeah, uh before right. so it's it, it there were we tried to look at the positives um and you know the resorts had actually disney had actually been hit by hurricane matthew i think the year before in october so um I mean, there was plenty of food available to us. Um, they, they have played. a they have a ride out crew of cast members who who basically just stay at the resort um, to keep things running. And um, and I think one of the things that uh, was a testament to the Disney magic, um, they had characters show up at the resorts um, during those closure days um, to help keep some of the guests entertained. It was it was really great. We had chip and dale showed up and pluto was there pluto was there um and i remember pluto like 
you know, crawling around on the on the floor with kids. Like it was a great distraction. There was trivia in in one of the uh, in the lounge there. Yeah, in the river roost. Um, yeah, and so there, you know, people overall, their spirits were pretty good. And um, did you mention swimming? Oh no, no we... we went. We <laughs> so the the morning before, I think the hurricane was going to come in that yeah. night. Like the pool was open and it was kind of drizzly. And uh, yeah, we went swimming in the pool with like nobody else there for almost almost two hours. I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everything it was it was good. We really got to make the most of the resort and the parks, I would say. So, definitely a memorable uh vacation. Absolutely. I think once once the hurricane passed, once we got past that point, um it was actually really beautiful weather and um and we got to experience things that we um, that were on our bucket list we got to do um, it was our first time experiencing uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party which was really great um, Pandora in Animal Kingdom had just opened so it was our first time um, visiting there um, we uh, we had uh, lunch at Le Cellier um, the uh, California Grill uh, for dinner was one of my favorite restaurant experiences yeah, i mean we uh because we had had a house and been together for a long time we kind of did a, a honeymoon registry so that's also for you know that's kind of why we ended up going all out and eating at all of the the signature dining <laughs> um <laughs> restaurants so that's you know we have not and probably will not have another trip like this but it we did a lot that really made it um memorable as a honeymoon and i think a lot of people were like why would you know you've been so many times why would you go again but it really does stand out a hurricane aside as um a special vacation i mean when you go to disney like it's so easy you know it can be with some planning it can be um i would say relatively stress-free yeah like for a couple you know and uh so it was it was just the perfect um destination for us and uh yeah we did so much um and I, I will say I feel like we were pretty we we did try to be smart about it obviously it wasn't just splurged on everything um it, because we had planned a trip uh later in that year it was most economical for us to um to look at annual passes and with that, we also purchased the Tables in Wonderland uh, discount card, which um, got us 20% off at um, at table service restaurants. Um, it was it was worth the initial investment for us because we were looking to try some uh, dining that we hadn't experienced before. So I feel like, you know, it wasn't just we closed our eyes and threw money at, uh, at our experience. <laughs> Um, we, we tried to be strategic about it. And, and again, it was something that we knew we were planning, um, to be like a once in a lifetime trip experience. We also happened to be there at the same time as our friend who was there when we got engaged. Yeah, um, that happened. <laughs> and so, and she ended up having to crash with us a night because, she had booked a stay uh, to, at the campsites. She had never done the campsites. Um, and at this point, she was working for the Disney store. So um, uh, so she was like, well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do a campsite. I'm all set up. And then the hurricane happened. So they closed they closed uh, Fort Wilderness for a while. Even so, in the aftermath, I think there was lots to clean up. Yeah. So, so they did um, they did provide her with uh, another resort. She, she got to stay at French Quarter for the cost of a campsite. Um, but there was one <laughs> wow, night that's where she fantastic. Did, I know. So, uh, she did, she did stay with us, but we got to see her and we went to a Halloween party together. Yeah. So that was just, you know, I, I do think one of the best things is like having your trip crossover with friends. Like it's just so much fun to meet up with your, your local friends in the best place in the world. Yeah. So I think, uh, I feel like we've talked enough about that. That, that was that was a long-winded <laughs> yeah. uh, trip. I mean, there was so much to cover, so obviously yeah. it was going to be our our longest one. But yeah, uh, definitely a magical moment for us, and and one of our favorites. Like the the good and the bad, it all ended up 
being good for us, I think we uh, we really enjoyed that that particular experience. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, when we had to flee Hurricane Dorian, oh. it wasn't as magical no. as your <laughs> experience. I, I'm sorry. I hope um, we weren't bragging too much about how well ours turned <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, at, yeah. Given wait the a circumstances. Uh, yeah, ours happening a week before school starting and uh, having a six-year-old and a ten-year-old it made it. Uh, it wasn't as fun as it could have been. However, uh, it was a cool story to tell, and uh, we got out just in time, so everything was good. Did you benefit um, our from next- Quiet Park? parks at all yeah we were at universal uh, oh, oh for yeah. sure yeah, yeah we, again, were universal we were at universal time. when uh star wars land opened so you could bowl through oh universal. yeah it was awesome <laughs> yeah it was awesome um yeah that's true that was cool that was a that was a fun trip um all right so uh, but not our funnest trip and <laughs> not our funnest disney trip um our second trip is going to be where we talk about um in 2018, we flew over to the other Disney park in North America um, and did Disneyland. And now we had done Disneyland in 2007 uh, for New Year's, which is a really cool experience. But of course, it was uh, Sam's kids. And so um, just a different trip in general. And it was shorter. I think it was two days or three days um, where this time we did California for 10 days, but Disney World or Disneyland for, for five days. Uh, we stayed at the Disneyland hotel wow um and and honestly after after doing disney world for so many times it is crazy how different the experience is in disneyland um and so what was cool is you know finn at the time was nine he was very uh, you know we've went a ton of times i know there's somebody being like oh these guys go all the time (laughs) um but like, you know, my nine-year-old definitely noticed the difference between Disneyland and Disney okay. World. And that was cool as well for him to be like, well, isn't, you know, where, why is Star Tours next to Buzz Lightyear? <laughs> you know, not, not at all the, you know, not at all the, the Disney World experience. Um, but anyways, it was so cool. Um, when Finn was two, three, four-ish, he was in love with Lightning McQueen. Oh, no, no. It was like from age two to age six. Oh, and well there was done. a period of time where he slept with yeah, Lightning McQueen in one hand and Mater in the other. He uh, wouldn't go to daycare oh without goodness. them. Oh my gosh. And like the little cars. Yeah, he'd fall um, asleep in the middle of the night and lose one. And then he'd wake us up and he'd be like, I can't find Mater. And you'd be like stumbling to turn a light on. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Try not to step on it. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, I don't care, um, kid. But he, and so yeah. we've, we have literally watched Cars, the movie, oh, a thousand yeah. times. We've listened yeah, yeah. to it like from the front seat of the car, you know, we know that movie. So seeing cars land was so incredible for all of us. I think it was a highlight for sure. It was just like walking in the movie and and we love the movie, right? It's just got so many great memories and it is a great movie. Cars two is not, but cars one. (laughs) So mad. We don't take Lauren down that rabbit hole. Um, you know, it was it really lived up to all expectations, and that's just one area of Disneyland, right? Right. So, um, and yeah, I think staying on property and being able to walk right into the park was phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely loved that. Um, the parks are smaller. Disneyland is definitely smaller than yeah. Disney World, but that has its advantages too, and, yeah. and a different flavor, different restaurants, different everything, right? Oh and yeah, absolutely. I can't say enough about how many characters we saw. Like everywhere yeah. you went there was a character would just pop up and like no lineup because they just kind of appear. Well, and a lot of times in Disneyland their their characters are meant as more of a crowd distraction, not necessarily a crowd gathering experience. Right. Right. So they're not actually, they're not actually wanting you to line up for them. They'll, um, you know, one of our favorite memories is we were by uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride. Um, or no, sorry, by Splash Mountain. And Splash Mountain had closed um, for whatever reason, and so we didn't get to go on it. But there was people hanging around, milling about, and then all of a sudden, Rabbit from Winnie the Pooh pops up. And my daughter, like Hadley, was like, oh my gosh, like I gotta <laughs> go see this rabbit. Like, that's crazy. Rabbit's here. <laughs> and she goes, and of course, Rabbit can't just stop and hug her and like stay in one spot. There, There's obviously some type of rule in which, because Disneyland is so much smaller, it doesn't have the, the overflow areas that Disney World does. Right. So all of a sudden rabbit grabs her hand and they start sauntering away. Mm-hmm. They start walking through the park together. And like, I have the photo of her and rabbit just holding hands, just walking. And it's just a beautiful moment. Um, you know, there's something so cool, unexpected. And again, that's one thing I would say about Disneyland. Um, 
again, because we're, we're spoiled in the fact that we go to Disney World so much, the, the hidden touches at Disneyland you might not be as familiar with. And so it is really cool to kind of get swept away at some of the new magic or the different magic that Disneyland has to offer. Yeah, this, the characters, um, it sounds just um, like so there's something just different about that kind of surprise element. Right. Like at Disney World, you look at the um, show times or the character meet times and you go and you line up and you wait. But there's something to be said for that just um, spontaneous experience and pop up of this character. Well, yeah. exactly. Especially when you don't like to stand in line for characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like we had, like we ran into the Mad Hatter in one of the stores and he was making fun of Finn. Uh, and, they'll and they come had, through your hotel too. Yes, you're staying yes. on property. So lots of times we'd come down to the lobby and there'd be Chip and Dale or whoever. Yeah. So that was, yeah, really, The really other fun. thing that I thought was really cool, sorry to cut you off, Lauren, um, is Fantasmic in Disneyland, in my opinion, was just it's, phenomenal. It's the superior Fantasmic. I think, we so, can, I think we could probably say that. Yeah, and I mean, and, and I know they've recently updated it. I mean, recently, as of within the last couple of years, um, and added some cool new features. And honestly, you know, I would highly recommend if you are going to do one of those experiences, you know, we got the dinner that comes with the VIP seating and, you know, we sat on the ground, uh, which is where all the seating is for Fantasmic. And we were in, like, we were the front row. Like, it was almost a, too close. It was incredible. It was, um, but I mean, Fantasmic fire. Lots of fire. is <laughs> one of my favorite shows anyways. Um, so to kind of see it and, and, uh, just realize how you're right. It is superior. Um, you know, so that was really cool. So, I mean, in paint tonight parade was amazing. Um, again, all these things that, you know, what's cool about both parks is they're so unique. Um, there's a ton of similarities, obviously. Um, but there's a ton of, of kind of their own experiences that you can't duplicate at, at either park. And so the paint tonight parade was phenomenal. And I think there's something, um, um, for like for Disney fans specifically, um, like di- or you know Disney fans, but Disneyland is the original park. Like that's where yes. Walt was, and yeah. you know would go on a you know just walk down Main Street, and so I think there's something just really special ab- about that. And I have to say, just as an aside, but another reason to do that trip is Southern California, and we drove yeah. from San yeah, Diego, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, I can't even remember. God, it's only two years. Um, and and just stopped along the way in a couple different towns. And the food is phenomenal, and the weather is phenomenal, and like it's, you know everybody's really active, and there's so many beautiful places. Torrey Pines was my, one of my favorite things ever. So, and it's it, like a, like hiking. It's right. true. We did go basically. You know, we tend to go the last couple of weeks in August to Disney World, um, and we went to Disneyland in in the same time, like the August 18th. And it was hot, obviously, um, but it cooled down at night. It wasn't, you know, you weren't, there was no humidity. So it's just right. the heat was a lot more bearable. Yeah, just go down to the beach. That's okay. um, and yeah, like, honestly, it was just, it was, it was fun for us. Uh, I can't say enough great things about Cars Land. I think to me, that's what kind of made it one of my favorite trips is yeah. because we have such a... Uh, relationship to the movie to the experience to watching our son be a cars fan and like believing like you know i'm sad this is a good example i'm sad i didn't take him when he was four right um when he would have lost his mind <laughs> <laughs> although we probably would have had to stay there the yeah, whole time it's true. you yeah. wouldn't want to leave you wouldn't want to leave sure. yeah um, but even still, he, he had gotten back into playing cars because he knew he was going. Yeah. He got out all his old cars. It was really cute. So. Yeah, it was it was a, to be honest, in some ways, um, I, I almost think of it, I almost like it more than the first time he went. And that's just, you know, I think mm-hmm. because yeah. I feel like he had more emotional oh, yeah. investment in that trip. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, Hadley, there was lots of things Hadley loved and she was old enough to do a lot of things. I think she went on pretty much everything and. I'm I'm kind of sad that they're getting rid of the bugs. I was just gonna say I was just gonna say we loved Bugs Life, so yeah. Bugs Land, and and now granted, you know they'll change it into Spider Man. Um, so a good segue oh, to Bugs. Yeah. Um, and you know, and to be honest, the you know Finn now being eleven, he is so excited. He's about He's gonna lose campus. his mind about that instead. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, absolutely. So so I mean, all you know, all great things have to come to an end at some point. But yeah, we we loved that. Um, yeah, it was just a cool experience and. Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed it being unique and yet 
similar. Uh, you know, you're still in your comfort zone in the whole Disney realm, but yet there was a lot of cool things to check out that were new. Uh, one tip I would say is if you're going and you want to stay on property, maybe consider the other resort, the Disney. Oh, the mm. Grand Californian. Yeah. So there are three resorts at Disneyland. I know we don't get too much into the Disneyland uh, realm on this podcast, but yeah, there are three resorts, Paradise Pier, uh, Disneyland Hotel, which is the original, um, and the Grand Californian, which is um, kind of reminiscent of Wilderness Lodge in, in Disney World. And Cal- Grand Californian is the closest. Um, again, they're all very walkable, um, but Grand Californian is the closest and has its own direct entrance into um Disney's California Adventure Park. So I would, uh, and again, in our humble opinion, is the nicest of the three. Um, But again, the monorail slides at Disneyland Hotel were definitely our kids' favorite part of the pool. (laughs) This is just a very sore spot for us right now. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We talked about the hurricane and we had this like similar kind of connection. And now we're talking about Disneyland and we have a similar, I know. Yeah, no, it's, we'll, we'll, you know. We'll get there. Yeah. it's still on the bucket list we had we um, yeah we had a trip planned there earlier this month that was canceled but yeah i mean it's not going anywhere so it will we well, will get there. maybe we'll go with you and we'll experience it together yes, <laughs> and we will you'll get to see us see cars land for the first time right? yeah maybe for not sure. as <laughs> as invested but uh, but still i mean it's still incredible yeah. just to see yeah. you know we've seen lots of pictures and um and other uh, other ways of exploring um, Disneyland, we just we just have to get there. Yeah. We'll get there eventually. So close, but no, that's a, that sounds like such a memorable memorable trip. Yeah. Um. Let's uh. Let's move on to our third favorite Disney memories, and I think this one is going to overlap. Um. <laughs> do you guys Do you guys want to start then with your third, and we'll kind of like. Yeah, kind of talked. Oh, because we're not because in in this particular instance, we're not talking about uh, the parks. Um, It's a it's a different Disney vacation that we're um, not related to a wedding for us. And it's yeah, it wasn't related to (laughs) anything to do with our relationship. But you can get married there. That's true. We saw what we in our vacation. We saw like four or five weddings happen. So um, it's not uh, it's not unexpected. Yeah, I, I think out of all the trips that we've talked about, um, the one thing I think we can all agree is a Disney World vacation is a labor of love. Um, and at the end of it, it feels like a lot of labor. Um, <laughs> you're going to come home a little tired. Yeah, you're going to come home tired. <laughs> and that's fine. That's... Unless you plan accordingly and don't try to make your wife go to every single thing all week long. I'm just saying. Yeah, if, yeah, if you don't do that. Two different ways what, to, the to experience the parks. But... Um, yeah, now I will say, you know, going back to Ryan and Lauren's 15-day trip, if you're doing a 15-day trip, then you have it was you know, some give. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, we well, had some, but we had some free time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so again, what's great is um, we're obviously alluding to a Disney cruise. Um, I would say out of all the Disney trips that we have taken as a family, hands down, this is the only trip I have come home from where I was, I felt like I had, there was a bit of like a recharging battery kind of effect. It was like a, wow, like that, you know, there was a ton of stuff to do as a family together. There's a ton of stuff to do as a family apart. Um, You know, there were a lot of moments where you got to lay on the, the pool or lay on the pool, lay on the deck where the kids were in the splash pad, or you could go up on the the aqueduct, of course, for the Disney fantasy or the Disney dream. Um, and so anyways, it, there just felt like a ton of things to do at all times. And I really felt when we got off the ship that I had seen and done a lot, but also came back feeling rested. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is a very relaxing experience. I think I, when I first stepped foot onto the ship and, um, you know, I had the navigator telling me like, cause right away there's things to do. I, f- I think I had that Walt Disney World mentality of like, okay, like, let's go. It's go time. We have to like, <laughs> Here's the schedule get on and... stuff and like, what am I doing? And that went away rather quickly. I think especially when you get to your stateroom. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it is really relaxing. We just did a four night. I think you guys did the seven night, but, um, and we were with my parents and my, my mom is sort of, 
um, like she's notoriously like a go, go, go person. Um, and she just like many times she would just be on the couch reading. Um, we would all watch movies on demand back in the stateroom at night. Like it's definitely a different pace and you're right. You can kind of be as busy, um, or as relaxed as you want to be. It's true that navigator is a little intimidating. It can be, yeah. You're like, this is starting in five minutes and there's something else after that. I never did get to do all the things on it that I wanted to for sure. But that's the cool thing though, is there's something that you could do any times. There's always something going on. I mean, we went to, I think it was Hadley and I went to drawing class. So like there was an animator that actually walked us through some animation her and I went to uh, sing along with Disney Junior characters. And there's only a few people there because not yeah. everybody's going to come to that, right? Yeah, yeah a lot of amazing. things are not packed. Um, well, and I mean, the kids club took up like half the darn floor, oh, yeah, and yeah. there was so much to do in the kids club. Like they, they were just. I got to tell know, a story about the kids. So club. entertained. So we were. I don't. know, This is like. I don't know. Somehow we were talking about. I don't know, Disney Junior or something. This is like two or three days ago. And so we went on our, our cruise uh, March 2019. And all of a sudden, Finn points to Roadster Mickey from Disney's uh, uh, Mickey's Roadster Racers on the Disney Junior. And he goes, you know, he came to the kids club. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, he came to the kids club. They were doing like a race and he like came to the kids club. And like I knew Tinkerbell had come to the kids club and I knew Daisy had come to the kids club and we did like a lightning McQueen race where we created our own soap, uh, soap racers in the kids club. Oh, nice. Family activities. Yeah. As it was well. all, yeah, yeah. Super cool stuff. But, but I guess my point is it's, it's a, it's almost a year and a half after the event yeah. and Finn is still telling us something that we had no idea. Had happened. <laughs> yes, he came in as roadster clothes apparently. Yeah. He was and a, when, uh, when yeah. Tinker came, she gave you your uh, magic fairy power oh, so yeah. it was more than just yeah. you know get a picture with a, a character which i thought was amazing like a real interactive experience and there were times where the parents weren't allowed in the kids club and it was only for kids and i i just thought that kind of made it pretty special um but at one point i heard one of the staff say there's 130 kids in here right now and you would never have known <laughs> no way, yeah. um and they had a really i felt like it's very very safe it was oh, you know yeah. check in check out bracelet they had to wear for the whole week and we magic were talking band. about this magic before uh, well yeah sort of sort of like yeah. Um, yeah yeah and and uh that they had these walkie-talkies in the room and we could keep one and they could keep one Are so they we the, could finish the wave, yeah, phones? wave phones the wave yeah. phones yeah. yeah and and uh they could run around the boat and do the activities because there's lots of uh different oh. activities they can do around the boat by themselves and i know that sounds crazy in hindsight but it felt very very safe yeah. and that was so lovely because that was partly why we were relaxing. Like we didn't have someone in our ear 24 seven, you know, yeah, and, the planning and they had the, just the feeling the of independence. No, no, no you no. don't really have to plan. It's almost planned for you. So, well, it really is. And um, the rotations of the dinner and going, trying out the different restaurants, mm-hmm. they all take, like they're telling you when to do it. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to think. So I, and you can still get to visit, the Caribbean, if that's where you are, or right. say if you're, you know, in Alaska, but we got, we were in the Caribbean and the Caribbean beaches were beautiful. We got to go to a couple islands like that. Oh, those yeah. beaches were some of the best the I've ever been to. So, um, I think it was kind of that perfect. You have everything for everybody. And I, vacation. and I think, you know, this word we've been on a princess cruise, we've been on carnival cruises, two of those. So this wasn't our first cruise experience. Um, and we've been on a carnival cruise with our kids as well. Um, and it was wonderful. Uh, it, it, it was, there was lots of great things about the carnival experience as well, but, um, for the family atmosphere and the comfort level as a parent, knowing that the movies would always be appropriate or the, the actors or the stage shows, whether it would be the jugular, the jugular, <laughs> it's a whole different show, uh, whether it be the jugular or the uh, magician, magician. Yeah. Um, you just knew you were watching something that was completely age appropriate and that everybody would get something from it. Uh, and it just felt, you know, a joke. It's like, you know, the difference between, you know, putting Netflix or YouTube on for your kids to watch or putting Disney plus right. on, yeah. you know, that your kids are going to have, um, content that is well done, that is interesting, that you can feel comfortable letting them watch. Um, maybe when you're not in the room where, you know, other moments, you just don't mind to have that comfort level. And, yeah, it just felt, it felt really, uh, yeah, it felt, it, 
I, I had a great time. I know the kids had a great time. Then actually Hadley won't stop talking about it and says that's, <laughs> yes. that's the next trip we have to do. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, it really did. I was surprised. I remember getting off the ship and getting on the bus to go to the airport. I remember thinking to myself, this was the best family trip we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. But it, it definitely is not cheap. So it is no. one of those things you can't do all the time. And, yeah. and if, it, you know, if it's out of your price range, the Disney World vacation is still going to be a fantastic opportunity. Um, and you're still going to have a great time. Well, but we, I would say that that it's that cruise is worth saving up for. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like we knew we booked this our cruise like as soon as it became available. So it was about a yes, year and a half. That's the best time. Yeah, like, and we yeah. started, yeah, and we started um, just sort of saving and you can kind of, you know, do your own payment plan um, and you you know ahead of time. Uh, the other thing with Disney Cruise is they say, like, the earlier you book them, um, that's when you can kind of lock in the lowest price. Like, as they fill up um, and the demand goes up, yeah. you'll, you know, you'll see that price go a little bit Um get a little higher but well, and the availability goes down yeah so for sure. and when we called we got to yeah i've never heard of a last minute deal no <laughs> no so we uh yeah and and we went on a family trip as well but it was just a little bit of a different dynamic I, um, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's interesting because you guys talk about how comfortable it was for you as a family with kids and and for us uh, you know, one of the big questions that uh, that we get asked a lot is like, isn't Disney like, is there something that Disney Cruise Line can offer for people who don't have kids? And the answer is uh, yes. Like yeah. Lauren and I went, um, we we traveled with uh, with her parents, um, and it was their first large cruise as well. Yeah. Um, so like none of us had experienced a larger cruise and, and so Disney was our first experience and, and I've got to say like, they just knocked it out of the park for us. It yeah. was, um, you're right. Even, even the shows, like we were, we were all into the, into the shows. Um, the dining was really great. Um, the service in general, um, every, every one of the, the cast or, or crew members, um, were were just phenomenal for us um you touched on it uh castaway key um was a really great experience for us um and there there was i mean there's uh certain decks that are just for 18 and over so um you know they're a little quieter there's a there was a pool that we could go in um it was smaller but it was still a really laid-back experience um i know my my dad really enjoyed just like finding a lounge chair on one of the upper decks and uh, away from cabanas, <laughs> which is a little bit loud, but, um, and just like relaxing. And, um, I think they would take some like midday naps and, uh, we did, they just like walked around on deck four. And yeah, I think the veranda was really helpful. We, because we booked so early, um, we were able to pick, um we selected rooms that uh, that were side by side so two state rooms um beside each other and that allowed us um our our state room attendant um asked if we wanted to open up the veranda to uh, to both um to both rooms and we said sure so i think um i think lauren's parents really did enjoy just even just sitting um yeah, you know, we did, listening to the we water did too like we on our castaway key day, we came back and I think it was around four o'clock. Our dinner wasn't until eight o'clock, but we ordered room service and we all just like hung out on the, on the veranda eating, you know, cheese platters and flatbreads <laughs> that, and coffee. Honestly, and that was the it life. It was really great. I, I could, I could get used to that kind of life <laughs> for sure. But I think similarly to you guys, like our family also kind of like my parents would do their own thing we would kind of do our own thing and we, we would meet up for like the shows and we would meet up for meals. Um, and so it, it is very easy to like do your, do your own separate thing. Um, but because everything's so contained on the ship, it's really easy to plan to meet up again. Um, and I think maybe that's also why it's not as exhausting. Like you're not having to take other modes of transportation to get from park to park. Right. Um, yeah, there's yes. not a whole lot of yes. travel time unless you're climbing the stairs. Yeah, they make it very easy. So, yeah, I, yeah, I think um, that is a cruise that I would recommend for 
like for anybody. And also like my parents hadn't been to Disney for about 40 years. So they're not, uh, they're not like us. Like they're not, um, you know, they, they, they have a real appreciation for it, but they're, they're not diehard Disney fans. Um, but they just really, they really found the ship to be, um, and so did we just, you know, immaculate, like just so beautiful. Um, and they were very appreciative of, you know, our stateroom attendant who was very thoughtful. Um, just everybody was so considerate. So, uh, yeah, I think it is like, you know, in a lot of ways, the quintessential like family trip. So when do we go? (laughs) (laughs) When's the next one? I mean, it's probably not for a while (laughs) given the current state of things. and Yeah. Uh, I think those are great, um, great family memories that uh, that we've all been able to share. And you can all have them too. You can have them too. <laughs> I mean, probably not uh, the specifics that uh, yeah. that we maybe have described. Um, you know, if anyone else out there can plan a honeymoon that covers a hurricane, and yeah. uh, I and will it- say, like all of our, I think. Uh, like most of us we're all big time pre-planners right yeah yeah like we we book far in advance and a lot of that is also budgetary um you know that's these are not trips that we can um go on a whim (laughs) yeah yeah so um you know we make it sound sound easy but we we do put a lot of um time and saving into it but but yeah, these, and these are kind of, I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about, you know, our stays at the value resorts or whatever, which are also just as fun and, and just magical, as magical, but, but these are kind of our bigger splurge trips, I guess. Well, and I think even, um, even based on the, the anecdotes that we've shared today, um, your, your magical memory or Disney memory may be an entire trip or it may be one specific element of it, um, you know, it could be the honestly, I always remember the first time that you that I walked into the Magic Kingdom and saw Cinderella Castle at the end of Main Street. Like that's that's a great memory or the first time. Um, well, just I, like noticing all the animals carved into the tree of life like that's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah, it's it, your your magical memories could be big or small. Um, you just never know when the Disney magic is going to hit you. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's like a, like I'm on a, like I'm creating a commercial for Disney. Oh, I was but... going to say like you drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> like I drink, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Kool- uh, yeah, I'm all about the Kool-Aid for yeah. that. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think those are great memories. I'm glad that we've been able to share. Hopefully you guys get to know uh, us a little bit more. Um, what we'd love to hear is what your favorite uh, Disney memories are as well because as much as we like sharing we also love hearing uh, you know I could hear anybody's favorite Disney memory um, from now until the cows come home and I love to hear about where everybody eats when I hear someone's going to Disney I'm always like and where where are you planning to eat where are you making reservations <laughs> so that's something I always love to hear about yeah and I love reviews on our podcast Yes. Yeah. yeah, those are very helpful. <laughs> Shameless. Very helpful I'm kidding. I also, uh, yeah, no, it's so true. I, as soon as I find out somebody's going, I'm like, so what restaurants have you picked? Yeah. What dining reservations have you got? What are yeah. your plans? Totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What, what fast passes get, do you think? I get yeah, excited for, sure. for people. It's not that I want to, you know, say like, oh, that's a bad choice or yeah. great choice. Like I just, uh, yeah, I just find it really interesting to hear what people's favorites are or what they're looking forward to. And I just, I can't help but get excited for people to experience it. Yeah. And I love the trip debrief after the fact, because then you go, you know, okay, what, what was your favorite memory? Like what stuck out to you? Um, All that to, all that to say, um, we do love hearing other people's uh, memories. So uh, when we post this podcast, uh, you're going to find links on our Facebook page and on our Instagram. Um, we highly encourage you to head over there, uh, do a search for Dole Whips and Double Doubles, and you will find us. Um, please leave a comment of your favorite Disney memory because, uh, like I said, we love hearing about them. Um, we want to thank you so much for listening in, um, however long you've been listening to us within the past year. Um, 
however far you've made it. Congratulations. And thank you. And thank you. We are really appreciative um, of all of our listeners out there. If you if you do like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, we are there. So if you subscribe, it uh, it really helps us out. And uh, And yeah, thank you so much for listening. On behalf of myself, Ryan and Lauren, and Ryan and Lauren, we are the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. This is our first anniversary bonus episode. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again for the following year. Bye.